millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Greetings one and all. Hello everybody, welcome to Insane in the Membrane again with me, Rich Wilson. I hope you're well, I hope you're doing good. Um, by the time, we, when we recorded this, by the time this goes out, because uh, we recalled these, some of these in advance. Um, I don't know how many prime ministers we would have had by then. Probably, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, you don't need to have is it one a week. <laughs> it's getting to the point. I mean, it's getting to the point we're all going to have a go, aren't we? It's like, I don't know. It's just, I think when a party has got no leader, you just got to go, right, well, let's do, I don't know. It's, I, I don't pretend to know anything about politics, but I know that it's a fucking joke. <laughs> anyway, that's not why we are here. Do you know what? Regardless of your political beliefs, insane in the membrane is for everybody because we want everybody to have a better, you know, mental health. That's why we want you to look after yourselves. You know, we'll get through it. I'm sure we will. We'll get through it. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, what have I been doing? Gigging, been gigging, chucking myself around the countryside, doing what I do, making people laugh. Um, Christmas will soon be upon us. That's coming. That comes around quick, doesn't it? That. So I'm actually looking at getting a. We've got Kate and I are getting a real tree. Yeah, so to get a real tree. So that's going to be fun. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I've done that for a while. We have to go. I tell you what's got good. I tell you who's got good decorations though. TK Maxx. Now, listeners will know that uh, frequent listeners will know that I love the Max, love TK Maxx. I've got my head around it now. I know, I know what to do. I know how to go through it quickly. I know to the uninitiated, you look at those racks, you go, oh, there's too much here." But no, no, no. You get to know the, you get to know the decent, the decent fabrics and the decent bits and bobs, and uh, you get your Le Creuset stuff in there cheap as well. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I love the TK Maxx, but their Christmas decorations are banging. So I'm going to be winging my way over to that to the nearest TK Maxx, get myself some Christmas decorations. That'd be cool. Um, anyway, 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 I'm wittering. Uh, this week's guest uh, is an old friend of mine, Mark Baxter, or Bax as he's known. I met Mark, blimey, getting on, he's getting on, for, it must be 15 odd years now. And uh, I, I met him through the uh, singer Darren J. Connick, who's another mate of mine. Uh, we'll get, we'll have Darren on at some point, uh, I'm sure. Um, I need to sort that out, actually. And, um, yeah, I wanted to get Mark on a couple of years ago. We talked about it, and then uh, obviously the pandemic happened, and it, and it didn't happen. 
And then I was like, the other day, I'm like, I must talk to him. And then and Mark's one, like we cover it in the episode. Mark's one of those people that we don't see each other very often, but when we do, we get on like like we saw each other yesterday. It's a beautiful thing. He's a, he's a top dude, and he's achieved so much. Like he's made documentaries, and he's made he's done he's written books, and he's made films, and he's a real he's a real inspiration. He's Mark, and I wanted to get him on just to have a chat with somebody. He's, he's you know he's from a similar neck of the woods as me similar upbringing and so I just wanted to it's nice to hear someone like that you know talking about mental health talking about their feelings and, and it was a real it was a it was, the chat actually went because this is the thing with these because I always say to the guests like look the floor is yours you go wherever you want to go talk about whatever you want to talk about my job is just to listen and you know chuck a few questions here and there and honestly the time was by and we could have we could have just chanted on chanted on phrases he's, he's a top top man I love him dearly and you'll hear that in the episode you know it, it, I, I, you know by the end of this I think you're, you're going to love Bax as much as I do so let's get on with it shall we so coming up in a minute is Mark Baxter a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Insane in the membrane. This is this is how we start. There's no big intro. Okay. We just get chatting. And it's just like it's just like, you know, it's like two two fellas having a chat in the pub. That's that's it. So, you know, we cover all goes wherever you want it to go. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know? I've listened I've listened to quite a few actually in the oh, nice one. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I understand the sort of format and stuff, yeah. and uh, yeah, happy to you know where it, it, it'll go where it goes. You know what I'm like. Goes, I'll let you start in a pub anyway. <laughs> I've had to knock it on the head a bit, to be honest, because I was. It Have was, you? Yeah, well, only because it was getting it was getting silly. It was like every day, I was like, oh, I'll yeah. just have I just have a pint. And then oh, I'll just have that, and I'll just have that, and then no, all of a sudden you're like, that, is it? "No, it's never just nah. that." And it's nah. there's certain. I was talking about this the other day to someone else, and I just went, "There's certain pubs in London that I know if I go in them, at some point someone I know is going to come in." Absolutely. Yeah. So you have to kind of say, swerve it. That one because the people we know will not let you have that one. <laughs> It's just, yeah, I'm not having a one, and they all, like, they, all, they all smile at each other, going, "Yeah, right, mate, whatever." <laughs> it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a doable thing, mate. 
No, it's not. And what's funny is that even people that I might not have met, they all know you. And then <laughs> something happens. Oh, we, it'll be, we'll clock someone's garments and we'll go, I'll go yeah. nice yeah. coat, mate. I'll ask this. And we get chatting. And then it yeah. turns out, it goes, no backs. Oh, fucking yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I do get told that a lot. I don't know. I must yeah. have been quite active uh, socially at one point. I don't, I don't do as much now. No. Um, COVID knocked me the bollocks out of me completely. No, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was proper ill. I had 10 weeks of that. No, mate. And, uh, I never, I never really come back. I, I come, I come, went back to work and that, but I never, socially, I just lost interest in, uh, actually, it was people. It's just, mm. I, I was, uh, you know, like, as a group of people, I see them all the time. Fine, it was all the other people around. I was trying to work with and do things with, and I, and I didn't like them. If I didn't like them, I, I was struggling anyway. But I, I put yeah. up with it because it was work. And I come back, and that, that gone. That that tolerance level had completely gone, and um, it hasn't come back. So I, I tend to avoid if I can, you know, I just just stick to what I know. And mm. um, I lost a little bit of work, and I haven't really gone chasing for any new work. I just I managed to financially was okay, so I thought. I just sit tight for a little while and see how it goes, and uh, that means your social stuff drops off because you know it's like you do a bit of work in Soho and it's like right, all down the pub. Yeah, you're there like three or four hours, and I've I've sort of stopped that myself actually. I mean, I'm, I'm still doing it like with certain people, but not like randomly. I'm trying to cut the random stuff out. Mm. And it got too much for me, really. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, mate. Two seconds before we carry on. Can yeah. you move your camera a little bit? It's got you've got like a shadow or something. Yeah, that's it. How's that? That's the one. Yeah, lovely. Nice one, mate. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's one of them. There's certain. There's certain people that like I'm, that I'm really good mates with, and they're the same actually. They've been going. Yeah, I don't. I found it a bit weird after COVID. Yeah, like, going out and I think we yeah. all have. I think we're all having a bit. There's a bit of PTSD from it all. Yeah, uh, do you know someone said that the other day to me actually because I, I was really ill and uh, and and I I think it might be a little bit like going on because when we first come out, I um. After the lockdowns, I found it really hard. I found it very. I was very anxious. I'm not an anxious sort of person, really. No. So I was. I was going out, but I was actually meeting people, large characters, like big, like big lumps and characters, and they were. Mm. They were saying the same thing. All I wanted to do is go home, get out, do what I got to do, and get home. Yeah. I was feeling the same thing. I, in fact, Lou, my missus, said to me, "What are you rushing back for? You know, you normally go out and you're out." I was, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm out mm. here doing what I need to do. I want to get home." So that that anxiety was there for a little while. And um, it's gone now. I mean, I'm I'm a bit more relaxed about it, but yeah, it has definitely changed my sort of outlook on it all, um, on on loads of things really. And uh, I think for the better, if I'm mm. honest. I've just reached sixty the other week, and um, that is a landmark. A sixty, you know, yeah. I, you're thinking, oh, it's a bit of a cliche, but it actually is. I was very reflective well, leading up to it. I kept thinking back to people and. My dad, my dad died at 60, 65. Oh, I right. keep thinking that's only five, five years. Yeah. It seemed sixty five seemed quite old. It's not old anymore. Um, and I got very reflective on that. And uh, but once once I reached the age, once at the birthday, I've had a great time. I've been out with a few, you know, family and friends. I've had a great time. And now I'm more relaxed. I've accepted the sixty. I've accepted that's probably the end of part two. <laughs> it's part three coming up, and you, and it, it's a bit slower. It's a little bit slower. You know what I mean? I'm quite happy with that. I'm quite. I'm yeah, go on, that'll do. I've I've, had, I've done the other bit, and um, I don't feel like I'm missing out. On, I don't feel like I'm missing out on too much. No, I mean that's I it. A that's, bit, but I that's don't feel it. like I am. That's exactly it. It's that fear of missing out. 
that's yeah. what used to drive me before. Yeah. Yeah. I was all like you've said, like, I was like, oh yeah, I've got to go and do that. I need to go and see that person, do that thing, do that thing. Yeah. But really, you end up in the same kind of place with the same sort of people. Yeah. And you're like, I've done this a thousand times now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, me and, me and you're the same, really. We, we used to go the same sort of things, didn't we? Yeah. Like, I better go because you never know you might bump into somebody. And you'd, you'd go, who'd you bump into? Oh, you know, Rich, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> it's always same faces. Same doing this. Which was lovely. But <laughs> yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Feel and, and it, but you see him again a couple of days later and it was never really... So the, the point of the, the night was just having a drink and a, a, a catch-up. And he was like, I'm not quite sure why I did that. And then now I don't... I mean, there's a couple of things I've not been to like recently and I think I should have gone. And I, so mm. I started going again. Halfway through, I kept thinking, how do I get home from here? Oh, you know, yeah. Once you, start, once you start thinking, how do you get home? You shouldn't really be there. <laughs> you shouldn't really be there. You're, I not remember, really enjoy- yeah. no, you're not really enjoying it for the right reasons, are you? I had that conversation with uh, with my ex-partner, and it was uh, it was India, you know, India. Yeah. And yeah. I remember her once, and she just went, uh, she goes, I said something. It was about going to Boogaloo over in North, over in um, yeah. Highgate. And she went, yeah, but how would we get home from there? And you're like, well, that, once if you're thinking that before you've even gone, you don't really want to go. <laughs> no, like, like I, I, people say, "Is your fancy this?" And I, and I used to say, "Yeah." I didn't really think about it. I was like, "Yeah." So I committed myself to it, mm. and then I still, I was still doing that. And about a year ago, well, yeah, about a year ago, I suppose, I, I started saying, "Yeah." And the, on the day, I was thinking, oh, "I wish I'd said no." I wish yeah. I'd said no. I don't want to go now. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get out of this chair. I don't want to turn this television off. And I, that that was a sign because I know it used to be the first one down here or running around and. It's just basically getting old, I think. It's basically getting old and and um, settling for what you got. You know, mm. I mean, you know, I've done all right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what I've done. I'm, I don't need to do a hell of a lot more. And, uh, you know, one or two things would be nice, but not not massively need that anymore. The need the, the needs for it's gone, the, the, the drive yeah. and the, the desire. I mean, you know, other people obviously want to do other things, but I've, I, think, I think I might have reached that point and... Um, I've just got to get used to the idea, really. It's acceptance of that is my is what I'm going through at the moment. It's just trying to work out, you know, the next moves without feeling like you're missing out anything. And I just, I, I know I'm not really. No, but you've achieved so much in the in the sort of short space of time I've I've known you. Yeah. You've gone on your you've your career's take it's gone on leaps and bounds, and you've done all you've achieved all manner of things. And then yeah. and I see every time I see your photos, you're like. You with this person or you with that person? Yeah. I'm like, what's he up to now? And there's, yeah. you know, I think you get to a point now where you're doing things because you want to do them. Like, like yeah. you said, you're not doing them because you're like, oh, I need to do that because that's going to push me to this bit. You're like, you've achieved so much. Like, you wrote the Mumper with Paolo, and yeah. then that became a film yeah. that had Bob Hoskins in it. Yeah, and all that. And you're like, that was, that was ridiculous. Mad, isn't it? One of one of it was one of, was it his last movie? Or yeah, it was last British, yeah. yeah, last UK movie. But it was. It, it, I mean, even you saying it, I sort of sit here thinking I don't really know really how that happened. But I mean, obviously, I wrote the book, but the book was self-published. That was the mad thing. Yeah, there was no publisher. No one wanted the book, so it was like it was just sitting there. So I said, oh, I'll just get ten printed. I had ten copies printed. Went round to the local pub, which the book was about, and give them mm. away. I said, oh, dads, I've written a book about a pub, about you and the pub and the, my old man and that. And my old man had been dead a few, little while. And I thought, that's it. You know, walk away, there's your 10 copies, you've achieved the book, see you later, crack on. And then I started getting phone calls going, can you get us another five of them? <laughs> we really enjoyed that. I'd give it to my son, he loved it, give it to his mates. And I end up, self, uh, end up 
printing or self-printing 900 copies, which is quite a lot, really, yeah. for with no bookshop. It's like literally, like I say to people, sell them in pie and mash shops and pubs and beating shops, and it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, most of my clients were scaffolders and, and builders, and they never, they've not read a book since they were 14. <laughs> and like, just about read a paper. So, you know, and, and I was getting that sort of audience, and, and then it, it ends up in the hands of someone... And he says, I like this, and it ends up with someone who says, I know Universal Films, and I know someone who knows Bob Hoskins and Jenny Agatha, and you're sort of sitting there thinking, this is just potty. I mean, yeah. I have no control of it now. That's why the name changed and all that. But that's okay. It was the opportunity that once that went through that, all those gears, I started thinking, if this becomes a film, that's a year's money, right? Mm. That's at least a year's money. So I can pack up work. Yeah, and the opportunity was like a like a flashing light bulb. Going, now you go for it. This is your, this is the time. You're thirty eight. Yeah. Where I was, there's your opportunity. You go for it. You got a lot of energy at the time, and you've got a lot of ideas, and you're just waiting for someone saying, "You need a piece. You need some work. You need a piece of work to validate all those ideas." And that becoming a film with Universal with Bob Hoskins in it, people started taking it serious. You know, started thinking, "Well, if we done that, he can do this." And then then you yeah. get offers and. But yeah, Richard, you know, I know you for a long while. We went way back before all that, and it was just mm. we went, you know, like yourself with ideas. But where'd you, what'd you do with them? How'd you get them out there? I always thought it was some sort of secret door. You go through this door, <laughs> yeah. and all the celebs on the other side going, "Welcome, welcome." <laughs> we know that isn't the case, you know what I mean? But I did, but I really thought that. And then um, once you, once I think what it is with us, like yourself, you see an opportunity and you think, right, I'm, I, I'm not going to waste that. Yeah. I'm not going to waste that. But it takes a lot of graft, a lot of hours, you know, time, sacrifice. And a lot of people say to me, because I sound like I've just come off the docks, they <laughs> say to me, well, you've done it, I could do it. I said, well, go on in, off yeah. you go. No one's stopping you. But I, I know that that's a difficult thing to do. and It a, it's a, takes a lot of effort. And then, um, if nothing else, I've always had a lot of ideas. I've always had plenty of ideas. And uh, it's just them making them into... Uh, projects and, and, and you know products really but once you go through that system learning how to do it you meet good people along the way and then you realise they're the way through they're the people that help you there's yeah. no magic formula you have to meet these people get on with them people and then they say look go and see him go and see her you know have that meeting have a cup of tea and it is that it really is that and then you go through the gears I mean I've now written 27 books if you'd have oh, told yeah. me that if you'd have told me that when I first knew you, I'd have probably eat you on the airport one of them, James. <laughs> Shut up. What are you chatting about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like, no one's more surprised than me, mate. Honestly, no one's more surprised than me. So, no, seriously, I mean no, that. Yeah. I really mean that. Really but mean it's, it. Yeah, but it's that, it's that, it's that, yeah, we, like, you, like, we come with very similar backgrounds. Yeah. But there is that, it is that, that, you got something in you just going, yeah, just, just try that, just try yeah. that. Yeah. Sort of, again, the other day, I was, it might have been on one of these episodes and I was going, it's just about saying yes to things. Like, yeah. people, like things come yeah. along, I go, yeah, go on in, I'll do that. That's how I became yeah. a comedian. That's how I became doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Just by going, yeah, go on in. All right, I'll give that a bash. And then it's, and then like you say, going out and, and someone goes, do you want a cup of tea? You go, yeah, I'll meet you for a cup of tea. Yeah. And then from that, you know, conversation starts and ideas get bounced around and that's, that's why it's important to be connected. And I think that's what, that's yeah. what we struggled with. This comes up a lot in, on here. Is that when we had the lockdowns, we were all disconnected from each other. Yeah, and I think that uh, that's affected us more than we realised. You know, 
Yeah, I mean, what we did was there was a group of us. I mean, I'm t- I'm, t- I'm talking about f- I'm, a, I'm a Millwall season ticket holder, but don't mm. let that put you off. <laughs> and um, and and like there was a group there was a group there, 25 Andy down there, and it's the most mixed bunch of people you can think of. And we didn't see each other. We only see each other at football. We never really keep in touch outside football, but yeah. you know, home games. So like, there's nine months of a, of a year we we sit every other Saturday together and we we talk and we you know what you're up to and no one would believe I've even written a book or any films they don't believe any of that yeah. only when they heard me on Robert Elms once they went oh, I heard you. you I thought you was <laughs> thought you was talking about old bollocks but then you then I've become I've become known as J.K. Rowley and that's what they called me then. <laughs> I said I wouldn't mind being a pound note behind her but anyway, <laughs> anyway my point was we all, we all missed each other so we set up a WhatsApp group and we kept in touch like that so that was the football but there's the yeah. and then work, work and social stuff I must be honest, we started breaking the lockdowns. We started going into, into the West End. We started having really quiet cups of tea in the back of a cafe that he let us in. Right. Because we were, all, we were missing each other on that level of just talking to people face to face. And we, we, yeah. did, we all did a million Zooms and it was okay and it kept us alive and we did work like that. And, we, and, and that, was, that was, you know, put some food on our table. But the, the social interaction, but not like drinking, not bearing it up. No. Just literally... Speaking to someone face to face, and 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 I've, we a lot of people, a lot of people said lots of things at those meetings that I don't think they would have said normally. They would have left it and mm. thought maybe when things got really bad they might have said it. But because they were in that position, they they thought I better do it now because I'm never, I'm not sure when I'm going to see them again. Mm. So we, we have, yeah, we have those conversations. It was quite interesting in a in a sort of experimental sort of way, but it it, it cemented that group of people because we're now doing that regularly now where we didn't do it before. In yeah. fact, I'm doing one tomorrow. Like, you know, people get a call saying there's six people. It's literally a cup of tea for an hour, blah, 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 and then gone. And that yeah. like, could be another six weeks. But that, I think that come, that's what's come out of it, the, the, the realisation that there's a certain group of people you want to keep in touch with and find out they're okay and all their people are okay and you know everything's going okay with them. If it's not, let us know. Tell yeah. us. But that's um, that's it. That's just, that's the thing. There's this thing that's saying like um, people of our age, our generation, the generation before, and all that didn't really talk about no at what they were going through. But they did. But they did in a certain way. They might not have gone into greater detail, but they, you'd have known if something was up. Like you know, like going to the going, you'd like meeting up in the cafe having a cup of tea. You'd know if one of your mates was was struggling a little bit, or yeah. like what was nice about the mumper was the story about all the generations meeting in that same pub pub yeah and that and and i am and that's how men of a certain generation would talk about their feelings yeah yeah but it was definitely pub culture there was no yeah. i mean i, I say 75 percent of that book's true you know like mm. there's, there's obviously an element of fiction in there to make it a story but yeah. going to the pub and then but my dad my dad was a, a guy who would never really open up about anything he was i mean he, he died a prostrate well, bladder cancer at the end, but he never told me till about six months before he died that he actually yeah, was right. ill, and he'd been ill for about three years. He hadn't told Bloody me. Hell. Yeah, because he, he he would sort of think, well, it's my problem. I'm going to get on with it, and um, he never mentioned anything in the pub. And I do remember, actually, do remember when he was ill that people were saying in the pub, "Well, you should have told me, John." And he went, mm. "Well, it's not the sort of I don't want to spoil your Sunday." No, oh, bless you. So it was a different, it was a different means. I mean, they come out of a different time, I think, them guys. Mm. I mean, they, my dad would have been in his 80s, 85, 6. 
they come out of di they're different people you know they would have been a different like in fact he would have said if you'd have said anything like that they go oh, shut up you tot right you know, yeah and it would have been that whereas now yeah. i think now i think if you told me or someone rung me and said that i go right let's go and let's go and get some let's go down the old center let's get some pamphlets let's go and find someone yeah i think I'd, i would i would definitely do that now i mean and i, and I know a lot of people would would, would um, go through the same process and it goes for the same thing with mental health it's all part of the same thing isn't it really i suppose yeah yeah do you feel there's a there's still uh there's still it's still difficult to open up because um, i know i because i come and go sometimes i'm really good at it and then sometimes the old ways come piling back and i'm like like i'm like ah oh, no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bother people with that i'm gonna just yeah. keep just keep it to myself to myself and um i think i was i mean i was I'd say, I'd say I'm, I'm, I would I would I would tell people because I have done and uh since a mate of mine committed suicide nine years ago and that mm. that was a real traumatic that's the only one I've ever known that yeah. close do that and that changed everything because um, I spoke at the funeral I tried to I, I yeah, yeah, I got yeah. halfway through and I couldn't do it and then uh, at, at the drink afterwards a guy walked up and said to me give me a business card I said you're gonna need that and I said what is it he said it's, it's a counselling service. Because you're going to need counselling, and I said, "No, nah, I'll be all right." I'll, I'll put it in my pocket, and the, and he told me that the guy told me that his nephew had committed suicide when he was eighteen. The kid he, uh, over a, a puff deal oh, for five hundred quid, and he Jesus. said, "I've never got over that." And his that was like ten years ago, and he and he gave me the card, and he was a good mate, right? And so I said, "All right, I'll put it in my pocket," and I was ringing it within three weeks. I was ringing him oh, up really? saying, "Look, I, I mean, yeah, I was just drinking too much. I was trying to." Block out that I didn't really talk to Lou about it. My wife, I was just trying to block it out, and then going through that counselling, um, which which wasn't face to face because I couldn't get a, I couldn't get an appointment. No. It was over the phone and emails and stuff. But they they tipped me off on loads of little links to check out and read up on, and and you realise he couldn't really do a lot. So I felt a lot of guilt, really. That's what oh, really was, guilt. But um, uh, since then, I am very. Um, proactive in that. If mm. if I and I, I don't say to people, not tell me if you're in trouble. But if I sense it, um, I'm I'm on it. I'm I'm yeah. saying, look, get 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 go and see someone, you know. And uh, when I play, I play golf every couple of weeks, uh, every fortnight. And the the guy I go with, we just go golf completely secondary. It's more mm. about we spend two and a half hours walking around chasing a white ball, telling telling each other. Our little secrets we don't tell anybody else, even yeah, the wife, yeah. because we needed we need that bloke on bloke thing, and it that's what's come out of that things like that, which is we we say and people say oh, I didn't know you play golf, I come around you go now nah, mate no nah, no nah, ain't about no. the golf, <laughs> ain't about the golf, it's about no. the bike and roll at the end of it, admittedly, but it is more more about you know this happened this happened what do you think of this, but should I do that? You know, it's asking a voice really, on, on mm. and that's what's come out of that because that. That isn't the only person I do that with, but it's more it's more one on one and a group group level really because it tends to descend quite quickly a load of nonsense when you go in a pub. You know, once you have a yeah. couple of drinks, you start to have a serious conversation about anything important, really like that. We might be one on one in the pub, but as you say, you go out and someone says, "All oh, right, lads, and the, oh, can I join you?" And it's gone. That moment's yeah. gone. So I try to I try to do it. Uh, Maybe at football, you know, on a quiet at football, stand there talking half time with somebody, or I say the golf, but also meeting up with people. You know, when I'm out in the job, I, they ring me, I'll ring them, and they say like, "Do you fancy a quick coffee?" So yeah, I think I've I've that changed me. I, I'm I'm mm. 
I'm, I think I would, if I had anything really bad going on, I would say I was sorry to Lou or a very close couple of mates. And um, I think so far I've done that since that happened, yeah. I think it's one of it, like you, you said about like feeling guilty and you go, because yeah. I, you know, I know you're talking about, and it's one of them, because no one know, no one, if you don't, if you don't see it, or don't, you know, the other thing is as well, like you get caught up in your own sort of life and shit's going on and, and then you think, they, they seem all right, they seem all right. And, yeah. it, and then when, they, when, because I do remember and it was a shock and you kind of yeah. go, but I was talking to him the other week. And he was telling yeah. me about me loafers. He was saying yeah. like, "Always yeah. wax your loafers, mate. Don't don't just leave them." <laughs> and I and I'm like, he was telling me about his about me shoes the other day. How's yeah. this? And you go, yeah. I I, I mean, I, I wasn't I wasn't close to him like you were, but you go, how, oh. how did that happen? That that you know, so yeah, it takes um, it takes something like that to, to change your your view on your view yeah. and make you more aware, yeah, which it, is a shame. But it wasn't the biggest shock know. in the world if I'm completely completely honest. It was like he, I li we lived very close to each other, so I saw him a lot. I saw right. him three or four times a week, and we did a quite a lot of events together and we ran things together. And but every now and again, you arrange to meet. And he'll turn up and within half hour, I've got to go, I've got to go, I can't handle it, I can't handle it. And he looked very clenched, he looked very clenched up sometimes. Mm. And we and we had we had talks, and he, I did hear he say, like, I'm struggling a bit. I thought it was work, he was a very busy man, as you remember, he was very, yeah. very busy. I mean, ridiculously busy. I mean, to the point, that's something else I learned, don't overdo that either, because no. that don't do you no favours. And I was busy, I thought I was busy, but this guy was ridiculous. And, I, and and when it happened, I was shocked that it happened, but I wasn't, when I started thinking, I thought, yeah, he, he, he was under a lot of, he put himself under a lot of pressure that he probably mm. should have shared. Yeah. Um, and that's the guilt I felt, because I thought I was quite close. I thought he, I thought he would have rung me. I thought he would have said, let's do it. But he didn't. Oh, and he mate. took it, he took the other way out. And, he, and uh, I'd say, Gospel Trophy is 10 years next year, and I think his name comes up every week. Yeah, right. Name, not, not for just me. There's a group of people that knew him. He knew quite a lot of people, and they and yeah. say his name will come up at least once a week. Uh, and no one's really got an angle on it, and that affects that will affect everybody right through to the end. I think. And then, yeah. and then it's a tragedy when you read these statistics that how many young men are uh, committing suicide. I oh, know the biggest killer. I, I find that really upsetting actually because it's. Um, you know what? What is going on? Where's the pressure yeah. coming from? I think social media's got a lot to do with it. I really do. Yeah. I, I spend a lot of time on there working and that, and, and I see stuff and I think this is just wrong. You know, I, I feel that quite strongly. But it's the life. We're, it's the world we're in now, isn't it? You know, we're in that world. We're all stuck in it. We're all doing it, and um, we're all telling people how great we are and what we're up to. And other people looking at thinking. That ain't me. I ain't doing that. Why? Why ain't I doing that? Why, why, yeah, why is my invite? Why ain't I got a shout on that? And that—that that is what. Yeah. That's that fear of missing out stuff. I think that's where it comes exactly. from. Exactly. Yes. Because you see a photograph, thinking, "Well, hang on." And I'm as guilty as anyone. I put that. I put stuff up. They go, "How'd you do that?" You go, "Well, look. I know it's a bit blaggy, but you know, look. I'm doing that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell people." But you do feel a bit awkward thinking, yeah, "Perhaps I should have done that, really." But you're all caught up in this wave of. How great are we, you know? And and um, yeah, other people, other poor poor fellas, or maybe women, are sort of thinking, I've got a terrible life compared with that. And you haven't really, because it's all smoke and mirrors, as you know. Yes, most of it's other old cobblers, but it looks good. <laughs> yeah. It looks good on um, on a screen. It looks it great, did. you know, on a phone, you know. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a it's a it's a difficult one. But I think, as I as I said earlier, getting to this age now, I've got an handle on it. I think. Mm. Well, I hope I have. I think I feel like. 
look, if you're having a better life than me, good luck to you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to compete with you. I used to compete. I used to be quite competitive. I want to get, I want to do this, I want to do that. Now, I've learned actually to let go. Mm. Like, I'm not, I'm not chasing work. And work will find you. It will find me. Yeah. It has found me. And I've gone, look, I'm not, and people keep saying, I thought you were retiring. <laughs> I'm trying, but I'm like, they keep dragging me back in, mate. Oh, I don't think you'll ever retire, mate. No, knowing well, you, knowing you, the short time I have, you're definitely you're... <laughs> slower, Rich. It's definitely slower. But like you say, I think you just get, you start to sort of look around you and go, actually, you know what? This is all right. My missus is cool. Yeah, I've got enough work. I'm doing all right. I'm doing. Yeah. This is very. It's, it, you, yeah, you start to reevaluate. It's a shame. Like they say, you don't have that when you're younger. Yeah. But then I suppose if you had that when you were younger, you would probably wouldn't. Get you wouldn't achieve as much. I suppose. Never listened, did you? Never listened to you, younger. I wouldn't. And I, I mean, I just took. I've just drawn a pension from when I was in the print, right? And I yeah. took that out when I was twenty-one. When I was twenty-one, the old boys I worked with, who were probably my age now, were saying to me, "Get that pension under your belt." I'm going, oh, I don't want a fucking yeah, pension. Right. I don't want nothing. Like and now I put my hands together, thinking, "Thank God, thank God, they took me into it because it's money that you would have just binned at yeah. that age." All I wanted to do was go out and enjoy myself. It wasn't thinking about, I'm never going to reach that age. That age is old people's age. But, you, you know, with a blink of an eye, you go through a door and you're 60. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's just that quick. And, you know, youth is, youth is wasted on the young, as they say. You know, it's that, it's that one, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's there, but you're just running around like a lunatic and you're not taking a lot of notice. And before you know it, um, you're seeing other young people coming through and you're trying to sell them what you were told but <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know I think some of the people in that pub were looking back with you know retrospectively they they were important um mm. that pub because they would say things and you you might go away and think about it for about a week and think what do you mean by that you know I don't quite understand that and then gradually you sort of realise he's trying to they're trying to give you little ideas and little tips and pointers and um my old man was a man of few words, unlike me, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he w he wouldn't say a lot, but he would do it. He would just he would just show by example. You know, he would he was a grafter, and he would just go, "You're only going to get what you put get out, what you put in." And mm. and and there wasn't a lot of um, advice on too much really, but just put a shift in, you know, and you never know where it's going to take you. And um, uh, that's really where where you end up. Uh, uh, and um, yeah, thank God for that, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's it, it's funny with that, like talking about what you were talking about before. People that, because I know some people that have that have they're not with us anymore, and it's any any and you go, yeah, but we're all here, and there's loads of us, and yeah, and it and like the turnout as well for for you know, oh, yeah. for you know it was like fuck me, there's loads of people here. I know, but it's amazing, and I'm having gone through some shit the last couple of years. Yeah, it's amazing how that people are there for you. And they yeah. all come out the woman, they go, mate. And you, I, like, the last last couple of weeks, I've been doing gigs and seeing people, and they go, mate, you look like a different person. Yeah, you, and you do. Go, yeah. And you go, yeah. I thought I thought I was all right. I went, no, mate, you look fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, it's only because yeah. all my mates kind of gathered around and went, oh, it's right, listen, listen, we know you've been going through some shit, right, but here's, don't worry about it. Like, like, again, let's have a cup of tea. Let's go for a walk up yeah. the park. Let's go and meet up and not, my, or, mate, you know. my mate Johnny Harris the exercise you need people who put the kettle on yes yeah, that's a lovely phrase that just yeah. need someone's hang on stay there put the kettle on you need them people that slow it down stop it take half hour eight a day let's have a catch up I mean mm. I did that film 
jawbone with Johnny with a, 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 a boxing drama, but it That's really right. was more about addictions, more than anything else. Really, yeah, it's boxing was like the was like the yeah, beast, the, the, but they were like the under, yeah. underscore, wasn't it? It's it's about it's about a family, really. The boxing community was like a family to this fella in the film. Mm. Underneath that was his demons, but the only place he felt safe was in the boxing gym. Yeah, well, the the fellow we were talking about earlier who committed suicide would have been absolutely perfect for that. Yeah, exactly. That was his game, and that's one. The one regret myself and John have both got is that we didn't manage to persuade him or keep him involved. And that was it. Was around when we were talking about making that, mm. and it, and I thought even then you're thinking, well, it, it, that was one thing you could have hung his hat on and got yeah. really involved with, and and it just shows you that it, it's not enough sometimes. That, that that that's what I learned from the counselling that. These, some of these people are in, are in uh, a burning burning building. I always remember the phrase when we said they're in a burning building. They just got to get out of it. They mm. just got to get out of it. You can't see it. You can't no. see what they're going through, but they've got to get out of that. And the only way out of it is doing what they've got to do. And you're thinking, well, if I tell them I'm doing this or invite him to that or bring him to this or that'll change his mind. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, it's, deep, it's, it's a very deep subject and tough. Mm. I think it's an in, on an individual basis. Yeah. And But... You, but um, I do think it takes a brave person to do it in a very strange way because I I don't can never see myself ever doing anything like that and 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 I don't and I think it's because I got people around me that show me or envelop me in some sort of love and said like you're like you know not like I have those thoughts. Be honest, I don't have those thoughts, but mm. in the past I've had one or two like that. But yeah. the last fifteen twenty years has been so full on that. You're thinking it's a great community of people, and if I, I can I can survive in the middle of all that, and they'll they'll keep an eye on you. Um, but and I know that the the person that we're talking about had all that. I know yeah. he had all that, but it still wasn't enough. Um, and that's the question I'm still asking myself nine years later: Why wasn't it enough? And no. what more? Can, what more could we have done? I don't beat myself up like I used to. I don't do that anymore because I I know that it's not healthy for me, but. Um, only in the respect of I don't think I could have done anything I mean the no. next day after he'd done it I went walking I had to go for a walk and I bumped into Johnny H Johnny Harris I bumped into him and we spent about five hours talking about this because John's had his problems in the past I won't go into that but yes no, no, no. And, um, and that's when we first bonded over, over uh, sadly over that and he, and, and he was telling me you know I've, I've had this problem and I was saying yeah I had the same thing you know back in back in year 2000 I had a terrible year and and uh, uh, it, it either makes you, or I think it might break you. I've got to be honest, it's, it's one or the other, I think. And, and mm. if it makes you, if you come out of it stronger, you just think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack on here. I'm going to just do what I've got to do. And yeah, it's tough. And yeah, there are moments when it looks hopeless, but you carry on doing it. And uh, I think that um, you, need, you do need a bit of light and shade. I think yeah. you do need a bit of that. I don't think any, if it's all if it's all too nice and up, 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 it's not reality. No. It's not reality. That's you need true. That downtime, yeah. don't you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I've had, I had it. I had it, a couple of years ago. I went. I was, I was living down in South End, and I just had a moment. I had it. It had been, it been kicking off at home, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm fucking done with it." And I went off, and I went up by the pier, and I was like, "Right, and fuck it, fuck this." And really? then, yeah, I just had, I just had enough. But then I just sat in the car, and I was, I was on the beach under the pier. And I'm walking up, and I'm like, I'm fucking done. I'm done. And then I just started to think about my boys. Yeah. And I was thinking about other stuff, and yep. I just started to just started to cry. And I was yep. like, fucking hell, I ain't, I'm not going to do this. I just, I'm just desperate for the the shit to stop. 
Yeah. But that, so I had that, but then to, I can't imagine what it must be like to get to that point where you go, there's nothing, nothing stopping me. No. And that's, that's like you say, there's nothing you can do about that. No. no. If someone's at that point, I, I don't, don't think really know so. What you can say. I don't think so. I mean, that's the question that everyone who knew him well was asking, and, they, and that's what they say to me. And we asked them as well, saying, what else could you do? What else, mm. where, where, what else, apart from physically grabbing hold of him? Yeah. And saying, you know, where are you going? What are you doing? But no one, you don't want to do that. You want to, you know, you don't feel like that's the place. But um, like I say, when I, in the year 2000, I lost my job. Lou lost a baby and my dad oh, died, mate. right? In the space of about six months. And I, you, you know me quite well. And I was on mm. my knees I'm, I, and I was, I give up. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't suicidal, but I give up. I give up yeah. on everything. I thought I'm not going out anymore. I'm not doing anything that'll do me. I was done. It was only it was only Lou really of all the people I knew. I sort of thought I got to fight back. I got I got mm. I can't give myself time. I, I think that's what I learned. You give yourself a bit of time. No, nothing hasty, nothing rash. Give yourself a bit of time. Yeah. But that that baby was something we really really wanted, and it, and it, that that was that topped it off. But then we we told me dad really early because my dad was dying of cancer. We knew he was, there was no hope, so we told him Lou was pregnant. Right. I've got to tell him because he's going to go and be gone yeah, before the baby yeah, arrives. Yeah. And I said to him, don't tell anybody because it's you know it's too early. But I'm telling you, of course, his eyes are quite on morphine. And everyone who came in, he told everybody. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he told everybody in the family. Yeah. Oh, your boy's having a baby. He was so happy, right? Oh, and mate. then, of course, he goes, he dies. And then everyone, the family, I, I don't see a lot of, started ringing me going, congratulations and let us know when it's, I was like, actually, Lou's lost it. Oh. And it was that that double that double wallop, you yeah. know. Like, and I was and I was out of work as well. Lost the job, um, yeah. pretty much on New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. So like one of them, you know, that year you're thinking, yeah. fuck, you know. And I got the end, of, got the end of it, and I said to Lou, I will shit or bust now. I'm going to come back, attack like crazy. That's where the idea for the book come from. Only in the respect I thought of it as a love letter to be dead. Yeah, right. You know, I thought yeah, it's gone. Right, it's poor all that. It's cathartic, really. Yeah. Pour all that anger, love, whatever it is, into a book about a group of men, really. That they're all they're pretty much all, all died by that stage. Mm. I wrote it a few years after, you know, the, 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 when the book set. Um, just to sort of say thank you, really, thank you for at one stage in your life being there, listening to my bollocks over a vodka and, vodka and coke and pointing me in some sort of direction where I kept going and and, and then through doing that and then, and Paolo played a massive part in that mm. because he that's what he did and he, I, I haven't written anything by that stage I've never done any writing at all yeah, right. and he said you know this that the other and he helped me through that process massively and but I but I will say I was the seller I was the one that was mm. driving that to be because most people would have give up after 10 books and gone well that's that done I'm yeah. thinking no, I'm going to keep going and go not expecting it to go anywhere where it went I wasn't expecting that don't get me wrong but I thought I'm going to I'm going to make enough people read this to see what that life was like and what that love felt like for these people mm. but it just took off in another direction I think that's why it became a film because it was a book about groups of blokes as you said earlier all different age groups yeah, which is quite unusual, you know. Yeah. Most most pub groups are one age, really. You know, like your mates are your mates, and your old man's another little over there. But we we were a table of a strange little table of people. But it was, you know, piss take central. You would get <laughs> ripped to pieces. 
I mean, to pieces. If you come yeah. out alive of that, you've done well. But <laughs> well that goes back. That's what it used to be. I talked about this again on another episode. If they're taking the piss, it's because they love you. Oh, it's an art. It's yeah. An art form. <laughs> it's an art form. It's, a, it's an absolute art. And, and, and what they used to do, the guys that did that were so dry, you didn't know they were serious or joking. You had no clue. They they had faces like stone. They were Buster Keaton, mate. They would come out with the most outrageous statement. You look at them thinking, is he joking? Yeah. You know, they, they, were, they were just, they were making you, you know, keeping you on your toes like you wouldn't believe. And that, mm. that and, and in a way, it was like an educate. It was more, it was more like school than school. You know, you come yeah. out there thinking, I now feel ready for the world here because I've, I've been slaughtered and, you know, everything you can think of. But, it's done with a smile at the end of it. They sat, you, you look over and thinking, this guy's just done me, and he, and he just smile at you. He's just laughing. You think, you know, you know listen, you, you're kippered, you're done. Just laughing at you. Just laughing at you. Yeah, but that, you know, but that, you know, it's a, it's an art form, mate. It's an absolute art, and I, I like to think I'm trying to keep that going as much as possible. Um, I've been there. <laughs> well, I was thinking earlier. Do you remember? Do you remember when we first met? Well, I met you. Did, was it at Darren's gig? Well, no, it was. Uh, I, I remember it as he was saying to me, "Come out, come out the mall, and we're, we're trying out drummers." Oh yeah. And, and you turned up to play. You play, you turned up and played the drums, and I said, to you, "I said to you, mate, you're not a drummer, more of a fucking comedian." And I, and I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. I'll put you on your career path. <laughs> I'm convinced. Be <laughs> One of the early voices that were going, "No, mate, not this, but that." Go and do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, mate. Don't Go and do, do that. that Go and do that. But it's I make that. They're making me eyes hurt, them notes. They're making me eyes hurt, mate. Just Good like, yeah, not, not these. Because t- none of us knew what we were doing. We were all over nah, the fucking kind of laugh and a giggle with it. But yeah. it was a bit like, that's, how, that's what I remember. I, I, listen, it was just one of those. And you met a lot of people that in them early days. Yeah. And we still see them, you know, still still see them. And it it was a bit of a lot. I think, I think a lot of that, a lot of that, them people there were all trying to find something yeah. else to do outside their nine to five world. Yeah. Pretty much all of us were probably doing some job we didn't particularly like. Yeah. But you would have thought, there is, there is something else we can do here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, that is, was it, what yeah. is it? You know, Darren was music. You were yeah. like drumming. I'm running around like a blue ass flyer. But there was somewhere we could go. Yeah. Not, all, not necessarily all together. But I think that was, and, it, and, and I think that's what I'm saying. That when you rang me about this and said do it, I thought that's a long while ago. That, but yet, you know, mm. listen, I still I watch out what you're doing. I keep an eye on your yeah, things and yeah. congratulations on your recent marriage and thanks, mate. All that stuff, seriously, I do, and I don't always show that out on that. But it's I like to, and Darren as well. I mean, God bless him. I, yeah. You know, I still think. Up to, my, to this day, I still think there's a tune in. He's still got that going on. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. And, he, and he's trying. God bless him, he's trying. But I always... Oh, was it, was it, what did, what did, was it Fred the Shoe that called him... Oh. He's like, a, he's like relentless, like, he's like a pebble. Is it someone <laughs> like said, that? He game was a pebble. Game was a pebble, that was it. That was, his, that was Fred's famous... He's as game was a pebble, that boy. <laughs> I'm not quite sure that means, but... I think anyway, yeah, just, he would yeah. like... And, and, yeah, he, and he is. And he is. And, and I think... I'll, he, he probably, I'll probably be embarrassed... He'd be embarrassed hearing this, but I think he thinks that I don't really give a fuck about what he's doing, but I really do. Mm. I just can't, I couldn't do no more. I couldn't nah. do any more. Nah. I tried every angle, don't I mean? And, and then I thought, I've got to go and do what I've got to do now. I mean, I'm in, a, I'm, I'm put a couple of three years into this, and yeah, of course, I've got to go. But I, we, I saw him the other week for a bit of dinner, and we get on great. I mean, I still keep an eye on him, and you know, and I, I wouldn't. Dare to advise or say anything anymore. It's his life and all that. 
and I think good luck, you mate. You're doing yeah. what you want to do, and 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 we've all come out of that them years, and we're all right. We're having a go, yeah. and we're doing all right. We're, we're you know nicking a living, and that's the main. That's what you can do. That's well, I think you. that's it. I think it's, it's there's again. I've had these conversations where there's there's certain people that you know that. If I was to go, do you want a coffee? They go, yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter how long I yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah. them for. Yeah. Like, you know, Smiley and people like yeah. that. And you're like, yeah. yeah. And it just be because it's just, there's an understanding on a level. It's yeah. like, you're not, you're not like not talking to each other because you don't want to. You're like, you're just busy and you're doing stuff. And yeah, you're, no, it's, it, you know, I think because that's what I said about the, uh, the social media thing. I think what well, that is, it's, it's instant. You know, everyone can mm. see what everyone's doing. It's instant. If you don't react to that instantly or then like or whatever you're supposed to do, it's seen as a bit of a slight or you're not mm. or you're not supporting me. It's not that. It's not that. It's just seeing what you're doing. And you're okay. Yeah. That's all. That's enough for me. Yeah. You're doing what you're doing. You're doing gigs. You're out and about. That's enough for me. I don't... If I saw you or someone or you or Darren and you're down and out in the street, I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? I'd be finding you. But you're not. You're out working. You're grafting. You've got your family. You've got, you know, new things going on. That's enough. That's yeah. like, that's enough for me to think. Right, that's good. Dad. He's all right. I could keep. Him. And that to me is important. To, that 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 that's enough. For, and I, and, I, and I stand by that. I don't. Mm. Otherwise, it, I think sometimes otherwise you're trying to be too much for people, and you can't keep that up. You, we've no. all got too much going on. You can't keep be there all the time, but you can be there enough to. Um, uh, just be supportive in your own little way, really. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was one of the, the other things that the movie Jawbone really hit 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 me with was that was the boys' clubs like growing up. Yeah. I remember because yeah. I used to I used to be at um, Elton, and I remember, and it was that, and it was lads that that didn't have much going on at home yeah. or wasn't good at yeah. home, and that's like with Jawbone, it underlined yeah. the importance of these clubs, be it boxing, absolutely. be it football, be it music, be it whatever. Yeah. Absolutely, it, it, and 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 John, I mean Johnny was um, in real life was thirteen and out, out of school, you know, out mm. of school at thirteen um, for whatever reason. I don't even know what I can't I can't say for certain. But the, the but the guy that ran the, the Mick Carney ran the um, fi, uh, the Fitzroy Lodge Boxing Club basically yeah. took him under his wing and said, "Look, I'll find you a little job. You got me a little job as a locksmith." So looked after looked after him as in you're not running the streets. You're going to go and get a mm. job. And you're going to come here every night, and you're going to box. Yeah. And, he, and and John, he took John under his wing, and John won. John won the uh, junior ABAs. I mean, that's a very very Bloody tough hell. title, and he won that title at 16. And he had offers to be to turn pro, or, or you know, certainly go and train as a pro. And he, he he didn't do. He didn't go that road. But that he always says that that three two three years that formative time mm. was taken care of by a bloke in a boxing club who. Yeah. who Hardly said a word to him. He just showed him what to do, and if he was out of all he told him, if he was good, he might have said, "Well done," but not over, not overdid the praise. No, it was just like keeping him on the straight and narrow. Because um, John, had, John didn't have a dad of his own uh, at home, so he, he had that uh, bloke in the corner. Mm. Going back to your point a minute ago about you don't know where people are, and people are looking at you and, and, and seeing what you're doing. Mate, I won't mention no names here, but my mate got put away for ten years, right? And when the when the mumper was out, yeah. someone sent him a copy, and he wrote to me from Ford Open Prison, and I ain't seen him for fifteen years, and he said, 
I read that book and I, I had to reconnect with you. And I haven't seen him again for another 15 years. Right. We don't have to keep in touch. We, don't, we, have, we have seen each other fairly recently, but yeah. it's just like 15 years like 15 minutes, Rich. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he knew where Absolutely. I was. I didn't know where he was. I had no idea he'd gone done and done that because like where I'm from, it was one, you're going to go one way or the other. There, mm. there, was, there was a lot of boys going the wrong way, but... Oh, an old man who was not having any of that, but yeah, same. they they were they he found me and I found him and you're okay, you're all right when you get out. He went, yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm not getting him, and he and he hasn't. He's been good as gold. So that that's a point I'm trying to make. He, they'll find mm. you. They'll they'll somehow somewhere, and um, yeah, that that's important that you know that they they they're there if you need them you know what I mean yeah 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 and, and I, um, think, I think that's what yeah. John John was trying to get across with the boxing club you know by setting it in the boxing club he was you know the character in the film was on his uppers goes back and they look after him Smiley and Ray Winston yeah tough love very tough but they give him somewhere to um, you know go and stay and you know get yourself straight and uh, oh that was a wonderful experience being around that mate seriously that yeah, was yeah, just yeah. a dream Dream gig, mate. Really was. Oh, mate. Well, the beautiful thing about it is that you can see the love oh. that 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 Smiley and Ray Winston's characters had for Johnny, Johnny's character. Yeah. This is why they didn't turn their back on him. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you fucking, you keep fucking up, but they see that yeah. there's a little. They see that good in you. Yeah, and it, I've seen. It, I've had that myself in real life, yeah. where they've gone, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> fucking right. Just get in here and don't fucking do that again. Yeah. You, you know, need, and you know, you need, yeah. you need. I mean, in the film, it was unspoken. Like it was like the look, the look. Ray Winston would yes. look at John and go, and you know that he's going right. Like you just said, oh, for fuck's sake, he's back again. He's a nightmare, mm. but I can't let him go. But yeah. he wouldn't say that to him. He just coming in. It's you know, but I think he's what you're saying there's right, yin and yang. You need both sides. You need people who will get you and go for fuck's sake. What are you doing? Mm. And 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 you listen to them people. Yeah. And other people are just watching you. And if you really, really fuck up, then they step in. But they don't do it till it's getting really bad. Yeah. Because they think there's up they're like there's other people around him closer than I am and let him let him take a little bit of that. And the the trouble is one or two, unfortunately, as we know, slip through and that's the problem. Mm. That's the real that's the end that's the end game. You know, that's, that that becomes end of an era stuff and it's like fuck. Yeah. And that's the thing that really you know, that's what troubles me with it. But um, thankfully, it has, it's not a regular occurrence. You know, it's just a, it, it, it's happened and we've all got to make the best of it, I suppose. It's just, it's, it's just got to keep going, haven't you, really? And yeah. I think that's what we are. I think that's what you are, I am, and other people we know, um, survivors, if you like, and just keeping it straight as possible, doing your very best not being a J Arthur and just do what you got to do, you know. <laughs> I think that's it. I think it's that. That's why it's easy to go. Oh, this is this too much effort. But it's the it's the fact yeah. that doing just doing this podcast, just yeah. talking to you, just you yeah. doing what you've been doing. Other people that I know and we know that are doing what they're doing in their, yeah. in their own little way. It's important, and it yeah. and it and it yeah, and it and it, it just having like some of the messages I get from from this podcast. You don't realise that people go, they go, or, or I'll see, I'll sort there's people at gigs and they go, mate, I met you in, I met you 10 years ago yeah. and you said blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did I? And they go, yeah, yeah, And they go, but from that, I went and did blah, this other thing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. So just by talking to people and being Absolutely. open and, and you never know 
who are you yeah. going to influence? Who you, who, what changes you're making? And other people as well, they've done it to me, and I've gone, ah, oh, when I saw you at blah, blah. And they're like, oh, I don't remember that, mate. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but that, that moment changed, it put me on a different path. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that. We, I think that's the same thing in, to me in some ways. But I've got the same thing with other people. Where, where people I admire or say something and do something and think, right, that's, they, that's how you do that. Yeah, that's how to do it properly. And I'll, I'll look at that and think, right, that influences me. And then yeah. by me doing it, it influences someone else. Exactly. I mean, there's a young, young man. I won't mention names, but a young man who does a blog, who's become a sort of friend through that. Mm. He's a lot younger than me. He's, you know, he's, I think he's in thirty yet, and he was having a bad time. I saw him lying, um, you know, basically moaning that people were not ringing him up and getting him out for a beer and what have I done? And, yeah, and right. you could say, yeah, a bit needy that and come and son, live yourself up. But he's not like that. He isn't. He was. I've never seen him like that. So I, I, did, I sent him a private message and said, "That's what. I, that's what I'm saying about keeping on it and then mm. step in when you're thinking." You know what the fuck's going on here? And I said, yeah. "What's going?" On? He went, "Oh, fucking, I can't get nothing working. I, the blog's not really taking off, and I'm, I'm not. I'm feeling a bit left out of this." And I said, "Listen, listen, it ain't all fuck." As I say, I always say, "No one gets a coconut every time, mate." You know what I mean? <laughs> it don't, nah. it don't work every time. <laughs> nothing. Sometimes it's going to be a, da- a, a duffin. You just got to take it on the chin, and then come back and don't do it that way again, and try another angle. And, it, and it, it, I felt like my dad talked to me. I felt like an old man, something. Yeah. And then this yeah, week, yeah, this yeah. week, three weeks later, he's just messaging me saying, "Cheers for that, Bex." I said, "I was, I was making a bit of a practice." I said, "No, you weren't. You were just no. being a bit honest." And that's not a bad thing to be, but you know, you got to man up a little bit. You know, not too much, but a little bit, and say, yeah. "I've got, a, I've got a." That's a dangerous phrase, that man up. I know that because people mm. say, "Well, yeah, it's all right saying it," but. I, you know, you, I knew him well enough to know that he he, he wasn't like that, and he, he just got a bad cut of hours and poured it out on a, on a keyboard, right? which is what people do nowadays. But, I, but yeah. at least he flagged it up. I thought it was a bit of a flag, and he said to me, "You know, thanks for that." And um, oh, mate, well done. That, for yeah, well, saying, yeah. listen, I wasn't doing it for any. I wasn't going to, you know, I ain't told anybody, but this, you know, he, he, you know, it's private message. But I just felt like it was time to do that. Mm. And as you're saying, you know. Every now and again, you just feel like I've got to, I've got to either say something to him, or they they got to say something. I mean, I need I need some help here. I need someone yeah. to say, "Am I doing this right?" I mean, Lou's my Lou, my missus is my uh, sounding board. I always say to Lou before I do this email or bring this bloke up, "What do you reckon of this?" And I always have a bit of a sounding board because I like to make sure that I'm not going to make a massive clunker here. And you, <laughs> it's nice yeah. to have that person who's not necessarily in the industry, uh, who hasn't got a lot of interest in the industry, really, to be totally honest, but just as a person-to-person thing, it's a it's a right way of doing it and, and you know, being respectful and saying the right things. And and that goes a long way, that, you know, leading by example thing, isn't it? It's just doing the right, doing it right. And um, uh, it's just, it's a, mate, it's a, it's a continual learning thing, isn't it? Every yeah. day, it's just, you know, and, and people and... Minds and you know it's 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 all every day's and another way of you know getting through that day without making a complete prat of yourself really. Yeah. and, and keeping yeah. an eye on people, you know. Oh God, yeah, and I think after, keeping in mind as well, like you already said about social media and other things, yeah. there's that tendency to think that everyone else is smashing it yeah. and you're not, and it's yeah. it's been really interesting. Like no, like people like like people you you know like you know like you know it, it, it's it's interesting to know that people that are seen as 
hugely successful. Yeah. They've even had their moments. Like Absolutely. Suggs had his moments and Wellers had his moments. Absolutely, like, mate. And you go, yeah, but these people still, they still, they've been pushing themselves on, but they've had their time when they've gone, what the fuck? Yeah, what am I, I mean, going to do now? I'm frightened to say names, but I won't say names, but I was at a thing, I did a thing, a, a really big film filming thing for us, mm. a music-based filming thing we did. And the, 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 the lead man, you know, fucking he's an icon. Yeah. He sat next to me on the sofa and said, I've been up since three o'clock, fucking worried sick about this today. Oh, I looked at him, I thought, fucking hell. You know, I didn't think he'd worry about anything. Yeah. The, 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 things that, the, the things that they've achieved, you're thinking, you, you, you have no worries at all. But he, he said it to me, I said, I fucking couldn't sleep. I've been up all night right. thinking this ain't going to work. And I'll come up, and I've not, that was years ago, and I haven't forgotten that and thought, Fucking hell, they're, they're human, aren't they? Yeah, everyone is. And I think that that <laughs> I think that's what underlie. That was one of the things I took from the lockdowns is that everybody got affected the same. Everyone, it was all, yeah, all right. They were doing Zoom, and maybe their houses are a bit bigger than yours or whatever. But at the yeah. same, they're still locked indoors. They're still having yeah. to get Deliveroo or whatever it, was, it is yeah, they're no, doing. It was a real, it was a real leveler. It was yeah, a real leveler. It really was, yeah. and that again, you know, and and um. Someone said the other day it's a reset button. Mm. It's a reset button. Yeah. It's what you do with it, what you personally do with it. That's what I'm that's what I'm going through. It's what you personally do with it. Whereas I wasn't thinking before that I got ill. I wasn't thinking. I was before it was lockdown. I was out three nights a week, up early in the morning. Yeah. I was on the piss. I was eating bad. I was running around like a lunatic. And then I got really ill. I got locked down for a while, obviously we all did. Then I got ill. Mm. And I come out of there and I thought. I was fucking. I was. I burnt out. I was gone. I was done. That's why I got so ill. I was so. I was so tired and not in great shape. Yeah, I got yeah, really yeah. ill with it, and I thought, I can't. I can't be doing this. This is fucking madness. For what? What? Who am I trying to impress? Some bloke yeah. on fucking Facebook. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> what, what am I? You know? What is? What is the point of this? I, and and I, then I did. I give myself a proper checkup. I'm thinking. Yeah, you're 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 you've been going down the wrong path like everybody else. You're running around like a fucking lunatic and. For no real reason, apart from you can and you know people, and it's great. But what is it? What is it achieving for yourself and in your career? And I, and if you can't actually, well, basically, if you're fucking dead at sixty, what's the point? You know. So yeah. I come out thinking I ain't doing it no more. And I and, and I, it's a struggle because we're all so well, we're quite social animals, me and you, aren't mm, we? We like yeah. a bit of that. But I've thankfully reached the stage where I don't feel like I need to do it, which is. I yeah. keep saying that, and 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 Facebook keeps coming back saying, "Oh, look at you missed out on." We was all out last night in a pub, like it's fifteen of us. Look, you're thinking, "Fuck it," I, could have, I mean, I'm a good old laugh that. But then you next day you're thinking, "At least I ain't waking up with the hangover." You know what I mean? I'm yeah. pretty rough. So you you take the positives out of it, you know? Yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. Right, and you'll probably okay. go to the next one. You'll go to the next. Yeah, one. well, listen, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll top it. I'll have I'll have eighty five people a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where the competitive thing comes in. Yeah. Oh, you think that's a drink, dear? Hang on, hang on, have a bit of this one, you know. Anyway. But it is that it's knowing that you don't have to be at every gathering all the time. Because they, and the other side of it is when I do see people, it's nice. We've got loads to talk about. Yeah. It's a nice, it's going, oh, I ain't seen you in fucking ages. You know, yeah. like when you end up in the Blue Post on Berwick Street. And that's yeah. the one, that's the deadly that's one a, for that's me. A black hole, that place. <laughs> I can't, every time you're in there, there's going to oh, be, there's going to oh, be some, been, someone. I've come out of there and I don't even know if I'm in fucking Venezuela <laughs> or fucking Venice. I don't know where I am. And I, and I, and I, and it's like, I mean, went in there a pack of crisps and a, 
and that that famous one drink. And he's, uh, honestly, you walk in there, there could be twenty five people. You know, in there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a that's a heavy session then. <laughs> so, Don't be sat in a corner over the back, and you go. Yeah, you, oh, have oh, have oh, the, you have to have the next day in your diary blanked out, <laughs> thinking you know before you go anywhere near that place because. <laughs> You ain't going to be able to do a lot if you get caught in the wrong company. And also, it's a fucking arm and a leg to buy around a drink like You end up, oh, like, no. you know, 50, 40, 50 quid. You think, you know, I mean, listen, they're funny people. That's the thing. Yeah. You can tolerate it to a point. But, yeah, I mean, there's certain places. And, and I, I do get a bit stick about that because, um, you know, where are you? Like text oh, yeah. message saying, "Fucking as far as away from you as possible." <laughs> That's where I am. <laughs> but I'm one of them. And the thing is, with me, I'm, I haven't got a lot of money, and when I, have, I only have to have a couple of drinks, and then like, oh, I'll get these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want me that one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that is, uh, you know, the worst thing you can be in life is a, is someone who don't stand in a corner. That would, that they might, in my oh, world, in my corner, that was. You, it was the worst thing in the world you could ever be that. In fact, you had to be the first. You were fighting to be the first one to get the drink. <laughs> you were fighting. So, yeah. I mean, you were brought up that way, you know. And, and that yeah, you do feel like when it goes a bit quiet and no one's jumping up to get the drinks and you're thinking, oh, I better do this because yeah. this is getting embarrassing. And right, I feel that yeah. I feel that, feel that pressure. But, no, it's, it's nice to know that people want you to go out and be a be part yeah. of that. But you've got to do things for yourself uh, uh, after a certain age, I think, because... You know, just trying to keep them happy and having a great time's good, but I've got to pick, as Luke calls it, pick the battles. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to pick and pick and choose when you can do that. And I've got to be honest, a lot of people I know and you know don't drink anymore either. No. They're all giving it up, right? For one reason or another. They've, so it can it can be a, it will be a cup of coffee. You know, it's quite uh, in a way it's quite refreshing. I like a drink, but mm. if you're in a company and you're the only, only one, you're the only one drinking. Yeah, so you, you become the leper, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's weird. It's a weird thing. No, you're, tell you sitting, you're sitting yeah. there getting pissed, and they're not. No, I tell you what's nice as well. Being in, I remember being in Bar Italia, and I was sat in there with a mate, and we, it was one of them afternoons. The, the afternoon was just crashing along. We're drinking coffee, having a nice time, and I got up. <laughs> And I went, I'll have another couple of coffees, please. And he went, <laughs> he went you've had four. <laughs> no, that's the first time I've been cut off from coffee. <laughs> it was, what's his name? I can't remember Luke, his name. Luca. Yeah, 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 it was him. <laughs> the King of Soho. I call him the King of Soho, that man. <laughs> it was him. He went, he's, a, he's, a, he's a funny, he, he likes a drink. I'll tell you, I've been out of him a few yeah. years. He likes a sure, but Guinness. <laughs> but Fucking he, um, hell. Oh, no, he's, 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 he, I've been out of Christmas drink and he was drinking the place dry Jesus. and it was having very little effect on him he's a dangerous man <laughs> and he was up next day he's opening the bar up at six the next morning he was there he's like i mean i we'd have, I'd have been hanging for days he was like he's a dangerous man some people are like that like they're like lemmy from motorhead they're just this yeah what, i mean it's almost yeah. what keeps them going yeah I, I i've reached the stage where i can't do that no more and i'm quite happy to admit that but i do occasionally we do occasionally fall off that wagon, and um, and a good time is had. I've got to yeah. say, a good time is had. But um, you know, you got to be a bit ration, ration a bit more of that now. Oh, my, uh, yeah, and I tell you what, Mark, I'm glad we did this. I've been yeah. meaning to do this since no. we spoke a couple of years ago, and then yeah, you know, shit happened, and and then well, well, yeah, there was yeah. a, a pandemic got in the way, yeah. didn't it? And, and yeah. whatever. But listen, I, it's nice to be asked because I remember when you asked me the first time, I thought, yeah, that's a great thing to do, and. Um, I'm listening. I'm, I'm honoured to be asked and, and, and delighted to. Well, do you know what? It's nice to see you, basically. Yeah, you too, mate. I don't. I'm not, yeah. I'm not blowing smoke anywhere. It's just a fact because we don't see each other very often. But 
we do we know we're out here that's the main thing yeah. and that, that's enough for me and uh yeah no it's great to do it mate and i think you're doing a fantastic thing here and um, thanks mate i if, really appreciate having me on here talking our old nonsense for half hour, uh, half hour gets you a couple of people checking it out and also checking out the old shows which i've done on a regular yeah. basis and the different walks of life is fantastic different stories and different perspectives on it all and um that's important it's not the same people all the time yeah you know it's good you having that diverse thing is so important that you get a different angle from different worlds and right. um, everyone sees it and that's the thing that's why human nature is so fascinating everyone sees it differently it's, it's yeah. a lovely thing but it's also a dangerous thing you know but it's great no it's great mate and I honestly I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on because it absolutely because yeah. that's the thing there'll be people listening that will listen to someone like you and go and then they won't feel so bad about, about yeah, talking about I, I these things so. you know and that's, that's, so. that's what I we're mean, trying to achieve I hope so I mean I, I have had that said I have mm. had that said because I've done a few things that like, people don't expect me to do I don't yeah. know what they what they pigeonhole me in here so I've got my own ideas on that but they seem to think I'm going to be one thing like a very one dimensional I'm, I've, I've always I've spent my entire life confusing people which is like, which I quite enjoy I actually quite enjoy that and and, and if, if like doing something like this which is a very important subject and it, you know if it brings another couple of people to have a listen to it thinking What's that silly old fucker talking about? Then, yeah. then that will do. Listen, it brings people to the to the table, and then I know for a fact there's people who could do hearing a bit of this, and yeah. if it helps, fantastic, mate. Honestly, it's been a pleasure. Thank you Thank so you very much, much Mark. mate. And where Thank can you. we where can we find you on the socials and things like that if you want to be found? Well, face, Facebook, yeah, I'm on there quite a lot, but yep. Twitter, I'll, Twitter uh, uh, as the at the mumper, which is obviously you know, in homage to the to the book, Instagram. I don't really get as much on there. No, um, I find that a bit blaggy. I must be honest. I find it a bit <laughs> too blaggy. It's like you know, it's a bit too photo led, and mm. we're all wonderful and fantastic looking and all that. And I'm thinking, nah, it's not really mm. my world. So I'm on there occasionally, but um, yeah, I think Facebook is where I put most of my. Um, shenanigans lovely <laughs> <laughs> right well we're gonna we'll attach all the links and that to yeah, this please don't, episode and any links to any like books and things like that that you want to like you want audible and things like that or no I'm not actually still, no, I, no. I, I've been asked to do all that but I, I, I'm a funny fucker me I'm like job done next one please yeah I, I have got a, I've got a quite a lot of stuff out there but listen if you you can find it you know and I'm, mm. I'm a bit like that. I, I'm I'm a seller. I've always been a seller, but yeah. I know when to stop. It can be a little bit like, I'm great, I am. Look, I'm fucking great, me. I've got 20, 27 books. Here's another one. I'll do enough of that. Believe yeah. me, I'll do enough of that. I don't want to keep going back and saying, oh, look, I haven't mentioned this for three minutes. There's another one I did. That I'm, you know, it's not really... I feel awkward. I feel icky, icky about all that. I know. So, you know, listen, you can find me. You can find me. Lovely. Thanks, Mark. Right, brother. Been a pleasure. Top man. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.